Hey guys and welcome to another episode of Men Let's Have a Conversation. Today we are diving deep into the heart of masculinity, personal growth and the challenges modern men face in the world at the moment. I brought on uh, Jordan Lee to talk about the topic of this idea of timeless mastery. Uh, Jordan is from Dublin, uh, he's a, a local Irish guy and uh, I connected with him over the internet and it's one thing about the, the online space and when you get into the game and stuff is it's crazy how you can connect with people and meet people from all over the world. But one thing you do find is when you do find a local lad like from Ireland or something like that, it's like, Jesus, you're Irish, you're doing this game. Because it's so out there still at the moment in the country. So I brought Jordan on, number one, because his program, Timeless Mastery, his community is phenomenal. I've been inside it and like the level of value this guy gives is just insane. The depth that he goes into with his free trainings is just unbelievable. And he has a wealth of knowledge to share on his journey of like personal development, what he's found at building an online business. So Jordan, if you want to introduce yourself a bit to the community and stuff. Awesome, Paul, great to be here. Uh, I hope I live up to that title that you gave me there as well. So yeah, man, amazing to be here. I'm originally from Dublin, but grew up in West Limerick in a place called Gillin, small village. And yeah, you know, the, the, the standards, the standard kind of procedure when you're growing up in, in Ireland, like you go to secondary school and you you play some sort of football, some sort of sport, right? I uh, tried hurling, football, soccer was a big one for me as well. And I grew up in the countryside, so it was, that's something I'm very grateful for because I think that gave me an, a, a very deep love for nature itself and a lot of time to contemplate and a lot of time to, to appreciate the little things. So I think that's one of the most beautiful things that comes from living in Ireland because there's so much greenery there. And then when I went to college, I went to the city in Cork where I studied for a couple of years as well. So I got the city aspect of things. So Ireland is always close to my heart, but since moving out of the country about, I think it was three, four years ago at this point, I've been able to see the world in a different way, give me time to expand my mind. So yeah, that's me. Yeah, it's interesting because I like I, I travel the world a fair bit and you know, when I come home, it's like like I look around, I'm like, fuck, man, this is actually such a beautiful place as well. Like, you know, when you yeah. go abroad and then you come back and it's fuck, Jesus, this is actually a phenomenal place. And I, re- I enjoy the nature. I live in the countryside myself and stuff, so it's unreal. And just to get into from what age were you then when you got into the online game and the online space? And what was it that was starting to happen that you were like, no, I, I, I need to go on and try something different here? Yeah, great question, man. So I got into the on the online space, exploring online business, online marketing, uh, entrepreneurship, any, anything related to that very early in or very, yeah, very late in 2020. So that was where I was really thinking about how could I try and do this for myself? But before that, I heard it popped up. I'd seen it come up on YouTube, never really spent much time in it. I was busy doing my own things. I was in college as well at the time enjoying myself and doing a bit of traveling but when that really came to mind I parked it I, kept, I parked it to the side because I didn't understand it I didn't see where I would be fitting into that specifically it was when I realized the trajectory of where I was going to be in the next couple of years going from college into let's say a job that's where I really started to, to dive into what is it that I really want and that was a thought that came to mind after being and spending time in solitude and solitude is something I refer back to a lot and spending time in silence because I think it's very easy to get caught up in noise and caught up in what other people think that you should do and following a path that's laid out for you. But it was only when I separated myself from society in a way because it was during the, the, the COVID times 
And it was only during that time where I really got some time to think about what, what do I really want? And I was looking at the people who, let's say, were ahead of me who had gone through the, the college course. And I, I always, at the back of my mind, felt like I was someone who was, I didn't really fit into that, I guess that's the mindset of working a nine to five, because I was terrible in the jobs that I worked. I was a bit of a, I was a bit of a misfit when it came to things that didn't show up on time. And I was just very rebellious against those things. So I was like, I probably something I'm going to have to find elsewhere. And it was what, when I was looking at people who were in jobs after the, the courses that I was going through, I realized that a lot of these people didn't really look like they decided to be there. They felt like they were just there. And after you have a conversation with these people, you find out what they're really thinking in the place that they are. And I was like, I don't want that to be me. So when I started to look into things, I started to explore a variety of different things like affiliate marketing and drop shipping and e-commerce and all these different things that people explore. And I eventually settled on just becoming a content creator. So I started creating TikTok videos in my bedroom at home, trying to figure things out. And I started making money doing that by selling affiliate products. And then I was like, I eventually transitioned then into using everything I'd learned to do for clients in my client work. So it started an agency that way and then ran that for two years, basically going doing a variety of different services. Nice. And so say your transition period then. So I actually have a picture of you here. I'm looking at a picture here and you're passed out on the couch and you're holding the points up. You have the nagging there and stuff like so. It's actually quite similar. Look, if I look back at some of the stuff of my age, it's quite very similar. But... The, that transition period from going around, hanging around with the lads, hanging around with the boys and stuff like that, and, and making that period transition into like entrepreneurship, your group, friend, your community starts to change, your network starts to change. What did you find were the, the toughest struggles of, of that side of things? Did you feel there was much judgment around that side of things or were you making the right decisions and stuff? Yeah, yeah, that's that's a great point because when you are making some sort of transition, whether that's a change of job, a change of reality. You want to change the way your, your life trajectory is going and you start to contemplate these different things, maybe even dive into personal development or start to ask some different questions or look at things a little bit differently. Then the people around you are going to question that and that's definitely what I found as well. But the thing was, because of where I was, like I, I, I had been living out of home, living my own life, working jobs and going to college and doing different things for six years, six, seven years from the time I was 17 all the way up to when I was 22, 23. And in that time of solitude that I mentioned there, I moved back home. So I was away from a lot of the friends that I had made throughout those years. Now, this was an opportunity for me to spend some time alone, like I said, because I didn't have many options. So I didn't really get that kind of judgment where people are trying to change their lives and they're caught up in an environment that kind of holds them to an old identity, right? So I didn't have that. So I was like, I was grateful for that in a way because it gave me time to expand. But it was only when I was in that time that I realized a lot of the people that I thought were friends were people who hadn't really reached out, people I hadn't heard from because they saw that I was doing different things. They saw I was doing this and that and the other. And I then realized that, okay, who are my friends? Like, where's this kind of group that I thought I was a part of? And a lot of it was based around the lifestyle that I was living, which was drinking, partying, things like that. And that was the life I was living. And it was only when I separated from that, I realized that, yeah, there could have been judgment from people from afar, but I was happy on the path that I was going. And I was confident in the choices that I was making because I felt deep down for a number of years, even prior to this, that I wanted something else and I wasn't really happy with the life I was living. And I felt this calling to do something else. And it was only when I actually got that time to reflect and think and spend time alone in silence is when I actually figured that out 
And from there, for me, I felt like it was easier to really let go of an old identity and step into a new one to really take control over my life because I didn't have as many outside voices as I would if I was just in that life before and then tried to change it. So hopefully that answers your question. Yeah, you pointed on something there that uh, you actually speak about in Timeless Mastery is this idea of identity and shifting your identity. And because a big part of it is letting go of identity and making create a new, new identity and embodying like the characteristics of that person. And so what were some of the key things that you focused on daily to allow yourself to just naturally grow into, okay, I'm an online business owner now. This is like what I do. This is my life. Was there practices you had in place? Did you like remind yourself of things that you're doing or some like key methods that like if somebody is going through this right now, what would be some of the things you'd say to them, Joe, around the identity? Yeah, yeah, great question. And this is, it's funny enough you mentioned that because this is something I'm actually building out at the moment. I'm building out a whole process for someone to follow this, this transformation that I went through myself because I was thinking about, okay, what were actually the steps that I followed? Because sometimes as you go throughout your time and you travel and you do different things, you forget about those original things that actually got you to make those changes in the first place. So a couple of the things that I mentioned here was getting very clear on what it is that you want. Now, this is something I think is disregarded by so many different people because we don't allow ourselves to actually want more or we don't allow ourselves because we don't we think we don't deserve it. We, we've never seen it by other people around us. We take on all of these beliefs from our parents, from uh, our friends, from the people around us. And then we set we set our expectations of life based on those beliefs that we've picked up. And that in itself is one of the key factors that forms an identity. And an identity is just someone who you say you are, basically. So at that time when I was living that kind of lifestyle where I was I was basically just living, a, just living an average life, basically. There was nothing great about it. There was nothing too depressing about it either. It was just this existence where I felt like a bit of an NPC, an NPC, a non-playable character. And, and it's the identity you pick up along the way is... I am this way, I work this job, I, I smoke, I drink at the weekends, and, and these are the people I hang around with. And that forms your view of yourself, your self-image. And it was only when I, I started to make the changes of, first of all, deciding what I wanted, getting very clear on that, and then making the changes as well that I'm not a smoker. I don't identify as being a smoker anymore. And it's only when you make that switch is when your actions will follow. Because when you internally identify as someone who doesn't do something, that means that no matter what, that thing doesn't hold power over you anymore. And obviously, that's a process, but it starts with a decision. Everything yeah. starts with a decision. And I think a lot of people, because I know this for myself to be true, is where we don't really decide. We want something, we don't want something, but we don't really decide. And when you don't really decide, you don't allow that to flow. You don't set the intention. You don't follow through because it's something that's there. Maybe is. Maybe it's true. Maybe it's not. Mm. And some of the other things that, that after I set that intention was reminding myself of that constantly because we, we're wired a certain way. Our mind is um, wired to be a certain way. We have such subconscious beliefs that kind of keep our com uh, keep ourselves comfortable. We have an ego as well that doesn't like change. We like to remain the same. What a, one thing that I did because every morning I would wake up and I would sit down on my computer and I would learn and research and try to figure everything out, send messages to people not knowing what I was doing or anything, take any money I had and invest into courses. But what I would do, I remember this moment specifically, is when I started writing things on sticky notes and sticking them to the side of the wall that oh, I had. Okay, yeah. And it got to a point where my whole wall, the whole side of the wall, which was, it was quite a big wall, but it was full of sticky notes. It was a big wall of sticky notes. I have a picture of it somewhere. I'd love to find it. But 
that was just me reminding myself daily of these different things. I learned this, write it down. I learned this, write it down. And the whole world just became reminders to me of this new identity that was forming. And I, because I had removed uh, myself from the environment, which I think is a key factor here, is if you remove yourself from an old environment, you force yourself to change and adapt. And you, yeah. it's very easy to drop old habits. It's not very easy, but it's much easier to drop old habits because you can start fresh, you have a fresh slate. And this is also a reason why I like to travel a lot, because if you are looking for a fresh start, you're looking for a new angle or a new idea or a new way of looking at things, a new perspective, travel is a great way to do that because it disrupts the comfort that you get from being in routine in the same place and same area. So that's another thing that I did. And also just reminding myself daily, obviously doing everything like reading, researching, understanding more about the mind, understanding more about who I am as a spiritual being, not just a physical body or a mind, I'm a, a spiritual being looking to expand in this world. And that's not going to come from me just staying the same and living an average life. And this is where I started to really dive into wanting more. But there were a couple of things I did. And obviously, working out and exercising was a big part of that too. I used to run every single day. I had nothing really else to do. I was living in the countryside, so up and down the yeah. hills, or 5K, 7K. And that was my life for about a year. And I, I talked to nobody. Like I, I had a couple of friends maybe I stayed in contact with. I ran every day. I was writing every day. I was learning every day. I was taking any money I had or any money I made and invested into courses and programs. And that period of my life is one of the one of the, one of the periods I'm most grateful for because that's where the real change came and everything just compounded from there. And did you find towards the end of that, or was there a certain kind of pivotal moment where, okay, I'm starting to. I don't even think about my old habits. Like, I, that's not even... Was there a pivotal moment where you recognize yourself? You're like, fuck it, Jesus. What's after happening? I'm like a different person there. And how did that allow you to build momentum into doing the traveling and creating that lifestyle? Because just looking at what you've done and the place you've been, if you want to explore maybe some of the places you've been and how each of those places allowed you to build onto that character as well. Yeah, absolutely, man. Like I said, travel's a big part of this. And it was for me because... When I started to get clearer on what I wanted to travel, I wanted to see the world. And that was always something I wanted to do. I spent a lot of my uh, college years taking advantage of the college time to be able to travel to new countries. There was even a time in, in, in college where I was, in, I, was doing, I was studying business, but before that I was also studying creative digital media. And I was, doing, I was in that course, but I would go off and I would join architecture societies to be able to go on their trips abroad to Prague and to the Czech all Republic right. and everything. So I would use all of these to, to my advantage as much as possible. And that's where I started to gather the love for traveling. So that was one of my main goals when I started this as well. And just to come back to what you mentioned at the beginning, which was a kind of a pivotal moment. And it was, it's more you understand those moments when you look back in reflection. So it was really when I moved to the first place that I went to, which was Lisbon, Portugal. That's where it really started to, to go for me. When I, it was only when I was looking back in the last eight months to a year, that's when I started to say, okay, cool. Like I, I'm actually very different to, to when I first started. And it was all just connecting the dots on what I was doing every day. But because it was so gradual in the moment, it's hard to know. And obviously there were so many ups and downs. There were so many times where I questioned myself, I would feel incredibly alone. I would feel like no one understood me. And I, it, it was really just pushing through that, but it was the vision that kept me going. Yeah. And this hopes for a better life, for more freedom, more autonomy, more control over my life. And really just getting to do something that I really wanted to do and was something that would, I would be excited to wake up to do. So the first place I went to was Lisbon, Portugal. And the way I made this happen in the beginning was I struggled for a long time to sign any clients. Like I was creating content and I was making some sales. And there was one morning I woke up to a uh, thousand dollars 
that I, I made overnight. And that was like my breakthrough. I was like, I'm never ever working a job again. <laughs> you made your first bit of money online, man. Oh, stop. It was, it was incredible. It was incredible. Oh. Oh, yeah. stop. Yeah, I remember when I signed my first client, man, it was like two and a half grand. And I got this over DMs. Like, I was like, what is that? No, I'd have to, I'd say I sent out about 200 DMs. And I got pitched, I got told, fuck off. I was like, yep. you're a scammer and stuff. Like, you get told all sorts of things. But mm-hmm. I was like, I have to make this happen. You know, I, it was like my last bit of savings as well at the time. It was like, I have to make this happen. Mm-hmm. No one, yeah, it's two and a half grand. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> It comes to a point where you have to bet on yourself, right? Because, yeah. man, it's yeah, it's crazy. Because the first ever money I made was like, I, I think it was a dollar eighty or dollar seventy. That was the first ever money I'd made. A dollar seventy, yeah. Came, came from like a, a low ticket product that I was selling, with a commission on that, and then it was it translated into that prior commission that I talked about there, which was a thousand dollars. But then when I started the agency work and client work, it was small amounts. So there was one client I signed in the very beginning that. It was like 500 a month for three months, but that client ended up not paying me for the other two months. Just, it was just a nightmare. It was after, like, it was something I, I could never anticipate it because I just had no clue what I was doing anyway. And there was all these fake, fake promises and, hey, this is going on in my life. I'm, I'm going to lose my house. I'm going to pay you next week. And it was just, it just went on for so long and I eventually just never got the money. <laughs> and I was chasing it for weeks, but never happened. Um, but along that way as well, I was learning a lot, but I got very disheartened after that. But I was like, no, I'm going to keep it going. I'm still, living at home, still living at home at this point as well. But then I started to, I started to really get, get much better at the outreach type of stuff. And I was sending messages, sending emails, also doing a lot of cold calling as well. Signed up a couple of gyms. I was doing content creation. I was, I was working with home improvement companies. And they were all very low ticket stuff. It was mainly content creation I was doing. But then I started to learn more about advertising and, and Facebook ads and things like that. And I got connected to a guy who was looking for looking for services for TikTok and Facebook at the time when TikTok was popping off. And they had just introduced ads. And I got on the phone with him. And I was talking about my services or whatever. He was talking about what he was looking for. I felt at that point where I was like, okay, I'm going to better myself here. I need to get out of this country. I'm going to charge him two and a half grand for this. What Before I was only charging 500 to 700 euros or something like that. And this was in pounds as well. So it was like 3,000 euros. And I was like, yeah, so that's going to be two and a, two and a half grand for that. And he was like, oh, cool. No worries. Perfect. I thought you were going to say more. And I was like, oh, shit, so should have said more. <laughs> But uh, it was just, it was one of those moments where I was like, like, it was just like, it was a profound moment because it's, yeah. you, you start to, you value yourself more. Someone, you start to see the value of money is different for different people. And what may be expensive to you is not expensive to somebody else. And that was really a big switch for me when it came to like my money mindset. But from there, man, it was just, yeah, it was just it's like, that was enough for me to be like, okay, this is a three month contract with this client. I'm going to go, I'm going to move out. I'm going to go to Lisbon. I'm going to go to Portugal. And while I was over there as well, I also got like a part-time job while I was working there. So I could get just a little bit more leverage in my time so I could spend more time in the business and sign more clients. And at the end of those three months, I was I, I was free from having the job. I didn't need it anymore. I had a couple of clients bring in money. And I was like, this is amazing. I'm, I'm basically doing what I set out, what I set out to do. So it was like, it was just incredible after that period. And you said there, I went there a while ago that it was disheartening because I've had moments, even last year I had a moment when it was like, like it was a real kind of fucking kick in the arse kind of moment. No, it was a massive lesson. I remember that week and I was like, fuck, okay, am I going to, I, I might just pack this up. I might just pack this in and I don't know, do something else or something like it's just because sometimes you get those punches, man. Like you literally, like, like it's like a punch and it's like rolling one after another. 
Yep. And I was just wondering, that disheartening moment, was there, have you had experiences where, like that? And how did you actually pull yourself through that, Joanne? Fuck no, I'm making, this is mine, this is what's happening. Like. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a great question, man, because these, they never stop coming. It's a, you could almost say it's like a universal principle. When you set out an intention to want more, to do more, to achieve more, to get more into your life, you're going to be throwing obstacles left, right and center to see, are you worthy of this? Do you really want it? Because people want stuff, like everybody wants things, but who's willing to actually become the person, who's willing to shift it into the identity of the person who actually can have that thing? Mm. And there was, in that moment specifically, I remember just sitting there and I was like, I've been doing this for so long, things just haven't really been taken off. Then this thing happens with this client. That was like a, that was like a moment where I had to sit down and be like, who do you want to be in this moment? What's the two options that you have here? Like you either keep going and you, you keep pushing with this, and you really become this guy. Like you, you say you want to be this guy, like you got to go become the guy. And if you don't become the guy, then you just go back and you go back to the life that you were living. And because I was so unhappy in the life that I was living before this, I was like, anything's better than that. So I'm just going to go yeah. become the guy. <laughs> so it was, like I say it now, looking back as like this kind of funny moment. But in the, at the time, man, I was like, it was really intense. It was like I was breaking down. I was even probably shedding tears at some points as well, just being like, I don't believe myself. I don't know if I can do this, but it pushed through and you just have to make it happen. You have to become yeah. that guy. And that's like the idea of what you talk about now and teach is timeless mastery because that is essentially what you're doing is this timeless mastery of yourself to be able to come become that guy every single time this happens. So let's just branch into this idea of timeless mastery and what you do. Just give a quick overview. How would you come up with it? Where did you develop it from? And what is, what, how is it helping guys? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, for sure, man. So I, ca I came up with it really from, based on my own journey, but also based on the clients I was working with in the agency. So interestingly enough, when we were doing these done-for-you marketing services, we were working with a variety of different business owners. It was never really one niche or one service. I was doing every, I was doing the kind of general approach just to build skills and stack these things. But eventually we narrowed it down to entrepreneurs, coaches, and agency owners who were, let's say they were they, like they needed more appointments, they needed content, or whatever it was, we really focused on the content, the ad side of things, and then coach people around how to implement some of the things when it comes to appointment setting, because we weren't doing that for them. But then a lot of the, the challenges that came up were mindset related. We, we give you all the stuff to do, you have all the how-to information, you've probably watched a ton of YouTube videos, but you're still not doing the things. And if you're not doing the things, then you can't create the results. Why, why, why are you not doing the things? There were the questions we had to ask. And a lot of it was just mindset issues. And when I say that, it's a broad spectrum of different things. And usually it's tied to emotions that are held from the past, from different past experiences that have changed the way we perceive things. And it's more, more or less, I look at it as like an imbalance in someone's perception of reality. Yes. So when we have, yeah. So when we have like fear or when we have anxiety towards something, for example, it means that you have an imbalance of perception looking at that event to be more negative than positive when in reality everything is neutral and that comes back to that uh, universal principle of polarity everything has an equal opposite everything has a good and a bad light dark hot cold up down but when you see something as extremely you're extremely afraid of something for example you're seeing it as only negative which means that our minds just categorizes this thing that we're afraid of as negative when really there's a lot of positives there so we need to be able to balance our perception so these are the couple of, these are the things that we were going through with clients and also just from my own learning and understanding because 
psychology, everything ties into marketing, ties into sales. And I am fascinated by it. I'm fascinated by humans and why they do things. And this is all based on the background that I come from, the family I grew up in. There's a lot of things there where I had to try and understand why people were the way that they were. And I was just fascinated by this topic. On top of all of that, I eventually just built out this process which breaks things down into basically six sections. You're trying to become more in life. You're trying to build something for yourself. You heard me talk about vision. That's essentially your purpose. Like, why are you here? What are you doing? And I think a lot of people blindly start businesses or start something that they think is going to make the money when in reality, if they can focus their time on finding their purpose or finding something that really fuels them and gets them excited to wake up for the day, that's far more meaningful and that money becomes the byproduct of that. So that's the kind of thought process I had around this model and it's broken into six sections, like I said. So inception, vision, deception, actualization, influence and brand. I'll briefly walk over what those mean. So inception is really just the start of something new, right? The start of a new you, the start of a new version of you where you get clear on all the information that you need to have to be able to understand yourself, right? Understand your personality. We're all different in different ways. So we need to be able to understand ourselves, know thyself, right? To be able to understand, well, what it is that we want? We have to know ourselves first. So understanding yourself, getting clear on different concepts when it comes to this universal principles that I'm talking about, things that just govern how the world works, Right? So understanding those things and different concepts and ideas around that to give a baseline understanding on how to progress. Second stage is vision. So it's really building that vision, that purpose and getting clear on that and your unique why and how that ties into everything and who you are. So getting clear on that. Deception is what I talked about here. So balancing the perception of these different events in your life or things that have happened or things that you are afraid of or things that you're doubtful of and using those to turn them into fuel essentially. So you can flip your perception into something that's actually useful and meaningful and mm. removing it. Like also I talk about things like integrating the shadow. So as men, just to go on a little bit of a side note, as men, we have been programmed specifically to be nice, to be more, yeah. to be more quiet. This is very common in Ireland as well. You have to be good, say, stay there, stay quiet. Don't speak up about things. This is something that destroys a lot of men because it stops them from being masculine. Yeah. I talk about some things when it comes to integrating the dark side. I have a specific YouTube video on this as well, where it's talking about integrating that darker part of yourself. Now, I don't mean dark as in a bad thing. It's more just like suppressed aggression and really mm -hmm. letting that out because to become fully you and who you are, you have to integrate these darker parts of yourself, these parts that have been suppressed. And the shadow really comes from as we grow up, we are, as kids, we're taught what is acceptable, what is not acceptable. And we are encouraged to be the type of person or embody the traits that are accepted by society, by family, by friends. And the things that are not accepted, such as aggression, such as expressing emotions, they are put to the side. They are shoved into the, the shadow. Essentially, that's what that concept's about. So that's what we talk about in kind of the deception phase and integrating that so you can be more confident, speak your truth, stand up for yourself and do this in all areas of your life because then you become better at business, better at communication. The next stage then is, is actualization. So actualization is actualizing the vision that you've created. So actually breaking it down, chunking it into steps to make it actionable on a daily basis so that you can actually make it happen. Okay, And then the next part is influence. So influencing other people, communication, but also most importantly, influencing yourself and how that ties together as well. And then the last part is brand. So brand is thrown in here as well because when we have this vision that we're building for ourselves, we live in an online world. We live in a digital economy, a creator economy. 
Now, it's great that we have this vision, this purpose. We've cleared all these blocks and we're on this, pro uh, this progress and we're making these changes in our lives. But how can we present that to the world in the best way possible so we can start to build opportunities and leverage for ourselves, maybe even start to build a community for the things that we have around our purpose. And that's how it all ties together. And that's interesting. It's a nice way of putting things. The, the, the shadow work, I definitely, I did shadow work last year. I, I got introduced to it. In the beginning, I was like, what the fuck is this shit? Even the word is like, shadow, what is this? And yeah. bro, when I got introduced to it, and then I did work exercise and stuff that like I had suppressed or I was ashamed. Because what we do is we're afraid of that side of us. And we're afraid to let that out into the world in case people see us for the things that we don't want to be seen for. And man, it's been like, out of all the personal development stuff, the inner child therapy and that work and then shadow has been like the most phenomenal for me in in, in terms of transformation. So that, and 100% for guys and stuff, it's like, it's dead right with the whole like anger in Ireland as well to have that kind of nice guy tendencies. We have nice guy tendencies in Ireland and I, see it all the time with people around and stuff like and that's maybe it's one of the reasons why there's we have a serious alcohol problem in Ireland probably is if we're suppressing some side of us because when we suppress then obviously we use things to to numb that and yeah it's just fascinating and I suppose in terms of okay how does that help say somebody for you what have you noticed when you brought somebody through that transformation can you give any specific kind of key things or have you stories or anything like that of what happens when somebody goes through that transformation yeah absolutely so it's different depending on what the person is doing where they're at or what their goals and accomplishments are and where they're trying to get to and they might be just starting off they mightn't even have any business they mightn't be exploring anything like that but i'll give an example from a guy i recently finished up working with who was basically transitioning from an agency owner. He was testing th things out there. It didn't really work out for him. He was doing some appointment setting and then he was getting into high ticket sales. And some of the things that he was facing was he had all of the how-to information, right? He knew what he needed to be doing. Probably watched a ton of YouTube videos as well. There's tons of strategies out there and things like that that you can play around with. But once you have that, it's, if you don't have the confidence to actually execute on those things, you don't believe, you believe in yourself, you have self-doubt, maybe you have all of these things that you need to deal with to really become the, that guy that we talked about to be able to impl uh, implement these things effectively. So what we did is we walked through that process. Now, this was when I was first testing out this process as well. So we didn't have it in stages. It was more just like, these are the ideas, the thought process that I have. Let's walk through each stage. So from the start to the end, uh, it was basically the big thing that we were working on with him was building confidence, like internal true confidence. So not just egotistical confidence, but more like true confidence where you can really see your value and you can see this guy that you are becoming the things that you're doing and you're stacking those small wins on a day-to-day -day basis you start to become you have more self-respect for yourself you start to become that guy so a lot of the things were just breaking things down into daily habits he had all the kind of how-to stuff already because he, he'd been in other programs but he was just lacking with that internal work so it was uh, a lot of it was breaking down different things that he had experienced in his past reframing some of those things seeing how some of them were actually fueling him and who he is and building that vision and how it's actually all playing a part and life is happening for him and not just happening to him. Being able to build that character around that. And funnily enough, after I think it was just over 90 days, he was able to grow his income from zero to close to 10K a month by getting two high ticket sales roles in the space of two weeks. Nice. Um, with two different companies. So that was an amazing result from him. But it really comes down to, you know, he was getting on the phone, he was showing up differently, he was speaking differently, speaking with more conviction. And when you do that, like, it's like, it's an energetic thing. 
You know what I mean? It's difficult to quantify that. But when you start to show up differently, he was posting content, he was showing up differently, he was on calls with people, networking, people were starting to ask him questions about how he was doing and how how he was doing the the things that he was doing and where he was learning his mindset stuff from and seeing how, how, why are you changing? You, You seem different. What is going on with you? They're the kind of questions he was getting and it was all just from doing this work. So like when you do this work, you free up space, you free up energy to really be able to present yourself in the best way possible because that's who we truly are. Yeah. Like we weren't born fearful and doubtful and, ex- and have anxiety and we didn't have any of these things. We're, we, we've picked them up along the way. So when we release those things, we allow time, or we allow free space to actually uh, be filled with something more meaningful, which is who we truly are. That's nice, man. I like, I love that. And I love, I, don't, I think people underestimate the amount of time <laughs> The amount you can get done in 90 days. It's incredible. It, it is. And like when you can make those small little increment changes, especially if you have somebody like the power of having somebody behind you that's coaching you and showing you the way and calling you out and challenging you to step up. It's insane what you can do in 90 days. And I suppose just on that, look, if you were to say go back now and you're going through all over again because some of the guys that listen to this podcast and stuff they're, I, when I'm chatting to men anyway, they're mixed they're trying to get into the online world they're doing stuff they also have challenges relationships with women and that's like another conversation for another day but if you were to say like there's three kind of key things that you could pick up and work on today like what were they what would they be to move into that more branding of yourself and influence yourself through through that process yeah so the first thing that I'm a huge believer on because First of all, I love to do it, but also just because I know it's just played a huge part to me in growing into to who I am today and how I will continue to grow, which is just like diving deep into understanding the mind, understanding psychology, understanding who you are. There is something to be said for learning some strategies and tactics and different ways to, to talk to people. And if you're following stuff on YouTube, of course, there's some amazing information out there, but I would dive deep into what are not what are people not really willing to go deep onto, like the books that people like maybe not the most common books that everybody's reading, but you discover and follow your curiosities when it comes to what you're interested in and how can you find some hidden topics there that you could start learning. And the reason I mentioned this specifically is because when you start to get out there, put yourself out into the world, whether you start creating content or not, or whether you have a business or whether that's even your goal. When you start to follow your curiosities and you dive into books and research and you really spend time doing that and you start to learn to love learning, that's what gives you a unique perspective on the world that is valuable to other people, which gives you something that you can use in business or something you can use in your job, whatever it is that you're trying to do. So that would be the first thing. Start to love learning. Start to look for resources and things that maybe people aren't talking about openly. For example, let's say there's a book called Think and Grow Rich. Everybody has heard that book or that name and thrown around. It's 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 something that's mainstream. You're not you like it, it's useful, it's interesting, but there's far better resources out there that you can go and find and look for that are going to give you a deeper insight. So seek that information, be a seeker, be a student of life. That's kind of what I adopt. The second thing then is congruency. I actually posted recently about this on Facebook, but it's, it's, it's really about how can you be congruent in the person you say you want to be on a daily basis? Because for example, and I give this example in the post as well, where if you set the intention that, hey, I'm gonna wake up at 7 a.m. tomorrow, and then you don't, you skip the alarm, you wake up at 7.30 or 8 or whatever the time is. Now there's nothing inherently wrong with waking up later. There's nothing at all. But it's the fact that you haven't kept your word is the problem. Mm-hmm. When you don't keep your word to yourself, you're constantly reaffirming to yourself that you cannot trust yourself. 
And if you feel like you cannot trust yourself, you're stacking things on the wrong side of self-respect. It's going to be, you're just going in the wrong direction because how are you going to show up to help other people? How are you going to communicate to other people when at the back of your mind, subconsciously, you know, you can't even rely on yourself. You can't even say something and then go and do it. And as as simple as that thing is, staying consistent with those small things. So if you say you're going to go to the gym at this time, go to the gym at that time. If you say you're going to go and do this at this, do that at that time, just stay congruent with those little things. And as you stack those things over time, you can really, it's so small, it's so almost insignificant, but it's so important. That's one of the biggest things that helped me a lot. So that's the second thing. The third thing is your network, your environment, who you're around. This is one of the main reasons I started the community in the first place, because the big thing for me in the beginning was I don't have these friends anymore. I, I'm alone. I'm on this journey by myself. I need to get around people. So I would invest in courses and programs and I would join free communities, but I would just put myself out there and seek to be friends with people who were doing similar things or wanted similar things or were thinking differently because that's going to expand your mind. Because the biggest problem I see for a lot of people um, is that they stay in the same environment with the same group of friends, but trying to change from there it's like the, yeah. the concept of the crab right if you ever see there's, there's like this idea right the crabs if they're all in the bucket and one tries to climb out they'll pull them back <laughs> that's so common right yeah. so if you, if you can seek and not saying that you have to go and disregard your friends right now that's not what i'm saying at all but if you start to open up and start to seek this new information right you stay congruent with the things you're going to do you start small and you stack those over time and then you join these different communities and you find people who are interested in the same things as you, right? Join Timeless Mastery. We have a ton of people inside there doing all this stuff. It's a free community. So talk to people inside there. What are they doing? How can I network with these people? Even mm-hmm. jump on Zoom calls with them and have a conversation, see what they're learning, see what they're doing. This is going to reaffirm this new path that you're on because it will normalize it. And when you normalize it, it's, it becomes your way of life. It becomes your new baseline. You've now raised your standards, right? And your environment's not going to hold you back anymore. Massive, yeah, massive. Yeah, it's fascinating. The congruency, the, the level of integrity, it's one, it's a work on I've been massively like focusing on myself. It's something like, I didn't realize how far incongruent my word was until I started getting coached and I just do my own internal work around it like that. My word meant nothing, literally. And it was so disappointing when I when I was doing the coaching. Steve Chandler, have you ever heard of Steve Chandler? So he's phenomenal. Like he's Steve Chandler. Yeah. So he talks about, he, he's a thing in his book and he talks about this thing is if you, if you say something and you don't do it, then all your words are, are just words. They don't mean anything. And when I heard that, I was like, oh my God, I, it's right. Like the amount of things I've done. So one of the things is like, okay, wipe all the things off your slate that you said you were going to do. Text the people. And I send out like 15, 20 messages to people that like, listen, I won't be doing this thing. We have to call this off. One of those, oh yeah, I might go to whatever, or I might text you about that event or whatever. It's either a yes or a no, small things like that. And even doing research, man, if you go back into like Alexander the Great, that area, I saw his thing on Netflix, so I had to dive into it. I started reading about him and just that era, even like Vikings and that era, era reading yep. about them. And when they say their oath, when they gave a man their oath and their word, it literally meant they would die from nowadays if you give your word that you go for a pint with the boys you it's not even your word man you know it's maybe might be like where it's like you're actually it's unconsciously saying that yourself that i don't trust it i don't even believe my own word so how is somebody else going to believe my own word or how i'm going to show up so they are really three fascinating points and guys i'm just going to finish off here with the idea of timeless mastery definitely check out the community i'm in it myself 
like I said, Jordan gives insane value in there. I am inside there. I, I post every now and then. And the lads, I've connected with a few guys. It's a it's an unreal community to be a part in. So, Jordan, man, thank you very much for coming on today. It was an unbelievable episode to connect in with you. Any course, last man. words or any final touches? Mm. We, we covered a lot, man. I think this is going to be really helpful for a lot of people. But you're meant for more. If you're listening to this and you, ha- you, you have that fire inside of you, right? You know that there's something calling you lean into it like always lean into that feeling because sometimes it can be difficult to grasp sometimes it can feel like it can, it's pulling you in the wrong direction but just if you can learn to trust your intuition when you feel that calling go for it go all in you'll figure it out and learn to trust the process because we're not here forever we're not, we have a limited time here and we're here to do something great whatever that may be when you find out uh, what that thing is for you life becomes so much more fun it really does Sweet. Awesome, John. Thank you very much. No worries, man. Great to be here.